You're listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox. On Cam Glen Radio. Lunchtime. On Cam Glen Radio. But your body's got me feeling under pressure, under pressure, babe. Tell me lies, tell me lies. It don't matter when I'm drowning in your pleasure. It feels electric, babe. So deep, it's in my veins. I feel the pain. So please, don't play those games. Don't play. And I could eulogize About the way you look in the red light You're a killer And it's a thrill of pain And tell me why, tell me why Do you feel the need to run me through the ringer When I'm hook, line, and single, babe So Good morning and welcome to the Lunchtime Show here in Cam Glen Radio on 107.9 FM with me, Derek McCutcheon, with you through to one o'clock when it's time for the information station and the team will be in with all the local community news. What's coming up in the show today? Well, later in the show I will be speaking to Johnny from Pet Needs. We've spoke to Johnny a couple of times but they're coming to Glasgow to do an in-store at Asai Records which is to promote their new album which is released uh, in a week or so's time, but he'll tell us about that later in the show. And also Rob from Killer Star. They've got a new album out. They're a project that kind of started in COVID. And it's quite interesting because when they reached out to get musicians for part of the project, they probably ended up with the majority of David Bowie's backing band. And again, he can tell us about that and about the new album. 
kicked off the show there with James Arthur and that was Bittersweet Love and here's Spooner, new single from them this is The Boiled Frog Patron flies overhead Taking pictures and recording what's been said All in the humble name of your security Give your freedom up, you won't deserve either They'll be eating out of hands without a fuss What's a no say, yes, a three bags full I don't need to own stuff to be happy With a boy up front Turn the temperature up Till our skin's fall off Oh, and we The fire With all our minds made up got you where they want Until you can't jump out Put your turning in his grave Never thought he would have needed to explain It's not rock and roll the side with the man Now it's clear Dave's on a different channel But now the lights said Fred Ben Morrison and Ian Brown instead While the Godfathers of punk are masking up Damn lies, it's just so disappointing Now we're the boy on the front Turn the temperature up Till our skins fall off Oh, when we jump out Hey, hey, look at the boy on the To 
Production. On Cam Glen Radio. That was a Hedrons there with Only When It Rains and that's their first album for 16 years and it's just been released and that is from Tired Of Taking. Uh, it was supposed to be released last year but I think it has just been released because I noticed it's just hurt the charts. Now on our Friday here between 2 and 3 on Cam Glen Radio you'll catch the Back To The Future show with Slim Jim. I'm going to play this track for him. This is Mama Cass from 1969 and it's getting better. <laughs> Once I believed that when love came to 
Lunchtime on Cam Glen Radio.
That was Red Hearted Vibrations there. That's a new one from them. Full on rock, that one. That was Sunset. They've been in here before and played live for us. And they're threatening to do so again, so I'll maybe speak to them about that. Coming up right after this, we will have Jason Derulo and Michael Bublé, a new one from them, which is called Spicy Margarita. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. You're my spicy margarita, babe. Burn my tongue, make me shake. Mix it up or give it to me straight. Turn me on, make me say. That girl in Cabo, wearing Ferragamo. We was going shot for shot for shot like Desperado. Snuck into the bathroom, she might be a problem. I should probably stay away. Girl, you crazy, couldn't even wait for the room. Shaking, shaking, trying to keep up with you. Hey, you're my spicy margarita, babe. Make me shake Mix it up or give it to me straight Turn me on, make me say Text me in the morning, put on a performance I be going shot for shot for shot, she think I'm drawing But she screamed a ruler, my ego enormous Filling up your body, babe Girl, you crazy, couldn't even wait for the room Shaking, shaking, trying to keep up with you Hey, you're my spicy margarita, babe Mix it up or give it to me straight Turn me on, make me say Sha, 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 sha I just can't stop You're the only one I want You're my spicy margarita, baby Burn my tongue, make me say Is it hot enough? Yeah, yeah, it's hot enough Take it off. Yeah. Hell yeah, you should take it off. Is it hot enough? Yeah, yeah, it's hot enough. Should I take it off? Hell yeah, you From the circuit to Spring Hall, Eastfield to Spittle, and across the southeast of Glasgow, this is Cam Glen Radio. For the community.
Lost in my own skin, I can't find the exit, and I'm feeling alone now. Fighting my courage while I'm searching for it. That was KB and the Rascals there. They're a new band from Ayrshire, and that's their debut single. That was Suffocating My Airways. Here's a new one from Frank Turner. This is Do One. People are just going to hate you, no matter what you do. So don't waste your time trying to change their minds. Just be a better you. It took me years to learn this, more than I'd like to admit. 
Through my ups and downs, I figured one thing out. Don't take anyone's sh- Frank Turner there with do one and we've spoken to Frank a couple of times as well and if he's getting out and touring again we'll maybe get another chance to speak to him. Time for this. Cam Glen Radio Community Announcements As part of the Cam Glen concert series from Chambers Music Scotland and Healthy and Happy, principal and solo cellist Robin Michael takes over number 18 venue in Farmland Road for an afternoon of emotional and complex music from Bach's famous cello suites. This takes place on Wednesday the 25th of February from 12.30 to 2. To book, you have to go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Watson. Whether you've lived here for your whole life or you're just making your start in Glasgow, LGBT Health and Wellbeing would love to have you along for a chat about the Scots language in an LGBTQ plus affirmative space. This takes place in the LGBT Health and Wellbeing Headquarters in the Adelphi Centre on Commercial Road. Uh, that's in the Gorbals. And it happens on Saturday the 10th of February from 12 to 2. To register, go to lgbthealth.org.uk. And finally, Burnside Community Council are offering grants of up to £500 available to individuals, groups and charities working in or benefiting residents living in the Raglan South Council Ward, including Burnside, Blairbeth, Fernhill, Cathkin and Springhall. To find out more, email burnsidecommunitycouncil at gmail.com. If you have an event or activity happening in Campus Lang or Rutherglen, let us know. Email what's on at camglenradio.org. And for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local.
That was Kill Girl there. They have a new album coming out on last night from Glasgow Record Label, and that's their latest single. That is Feel the Weight. Now, our uh, featured artist this week here in Cam Glen Radio is Conscious Root. Conscious Roots just uh, released an album, Belters. It uh, heavily features collaborations with uh, Empress, Cryptic, Lindsay Dre, Miles Better, Gluco, Jennifer Ann Todd, One Oz, Mr. Boz, uh, Mackenzie, Jabba the Cut, Wens, uh, Becky Wallace, Solar Eye, Queen of Hearts, and Pro Focus, just to mention a few. Uh, we are going to play a track uh, with Gluco. This, so this is Conscious Root, features Gluco, and this is Sugar Coated. Conscious Was a bit better with the business side I know for a fact that I would hit them heights I'm meant to be at But right now I sit in doubt Struggle to get in fight But the phone's on fight mode so I might know Get back to you rapidly I'm just practicing at the street Because I actually want to be one of the greats feels like it, I'm already You might see it as cockiness I've put 10,000 hours in I see it as stating the obvious yeah, we're just stating the obvious Nothing but heat when Glico and conscious links Mostly humble, still struggle to see where the problem is Talented ones overlook, they can't see that we've got the hits Struggle with Glico and suffer with the conscious licks Can't sugarcoat it like a pill with the opiates We're too high to notice, ignore us, it contradict We do this for culture, then vultures be nonchalant Calculating, killing culture all that conscious sense, like making pences, villain brought us debt to older 90s, losing nuance war precisely. Father of the culture, losing sight of the mother that gave birth. Now vultures of the industry minimize the worst. Spotify makes streams river important to the art, commercialized monopoly, diverted from the heart, profit washing pipe dreams, like Pinocchio, wouldn't toy with them broken souls. Yeah, we're just stating the obvious Nothing but heat when Glico and conscious links Mostly humble, still struggle to see where the problem is Talented ones overlook, they can't see that we've got the hits Struggle with Glico and suffer with the conscious licks Can't sugarcoat it like a pill with the opiates We're too high to notice, ignore us, it contradict We do this for culture, then vultures be nonchalant Us type of artists are a different beat Came from struggles just to get and beat, yeah. So when we went, we went for the ones who would never win, and everything else is in between. Taste better sweet. You think I had it good because I'm old in different clothes, only forcing horses, courses of a different road. Click collect upon the industry, the issues old. Install HMV, patch a record, ordered symphony, mob deep it in for me. Yeah, we're just stating the obvious Nothing but heat when Glico and conscious links Mostly humble, still struggle to see where the problem is Talented ones overlook, they can't see that we've got the hits Struggle with Glico and suffer with the conscious licks Can't sugarcoat it like a pill with the opiates We're too high to notice, ignore us, it contradict We do this for culture, then vultures be nonchalant 
There you are, that was Conscious Root from the new album Belters, and that one featured Gluco, and that was called Sugar Coated. Now, Johnny from Pet Needs, I had a chat with him during the week there. He's spoke to us before about the new album, which is getting released in a week or so's time, Intermittent Fast Living. But they're coming to Glasgow to do an in-store at Asai Records, so let's uh, have Johnny tell us all about it. But first, here's Pet Needs with Sleep When I'm Dead. with sleep when I'm dead and I'm pleased to welcome Johnny back to Cam Glen Radio. How are you Johnny? I'm good Derek, how are you doing man? Yeah I'm good. When we last spoke which was December time and you were in the midst of a tour and you had the Glasgow date coming up that week, how how was the tour for you and, and of course the Glasgow date? It was, we did a broadcast at Glasgow um, which is amazing, it's such a fun room um, and then uh, we went into Sneaky Pete's in, in Edinburgh as well um, unfortunately, straight after that, um, the whole of the touring party fell really, really ill. Uh, so Glasgow and Edinburgh were the last two we could do before we fell ill. Um, and so we had to have a couple of days off. Um, but those two shows were amazing. I'm being really honest now, like we tour all over the world and I think Scottish crowds might be our favourite crowds of all. Yeah. When, when I speak to people, they always say that, but sometimes it's difficult to judge whether that's, you know, you know you're talking to the local area or whether it is the Glasgow. But Glasgow, we love our music. I know that for a fact. Mm. Yeah, and people are so welcoming. We've done it uh, three times now, once with Frank Turner, once with Lottie Winners, once on our own. 
Um, and it was really amazing to see the like conversion rate as well when you go up and headline somewhere and you see the mix of people in the audience and kind of faces that you recognize from merch desks before and stuff. Uh, so yeah, it was awesome, mate. It's not long now until the new album's launch, which we spoke about before, Intermittent Fast Living. And you, you don't seem to have stopped. Did you take a break over Christmas? Obviously, you weren't well, so I guess that impacted and things. Yeah, so we took a little break from gigging. We're actually uh, going back to playing um, like uh, very soon, kind of like in, in this, this week and this weekend, we're going back to playing. Um, but we took a little bit of time off um, actual shows. We've had um, most of January off. And mainly it's just been gearing up uh, for the al album release because we're aiming, fingers crossed, we're aiming to get into the top 40 with this album, which is something that we've never attempted to do before. So it's been a big, uh, big project. So a big push then? Yeah, that's it. It's a huge push. And we're trying to just uh, get everybody to pre-order. We're um, in a really interesting kind of purple patch for small bands in the charts at the moment. But everything else seems to be stacked against small bands at the moment. Um, through people kind of buying um, multiple versions and bands releasing multiple versions of records and stuff because like streaming numbers count and everything the charts are a little bit kind of wonky at the moment which means like unsigned bands or small, small bands uh can break into the charts and i don't think that's going to happen for very long i think the people in charge will put a stop to it at some point uh yeah, but course. while there's that opportunity uh we want to get a top 40 record you know and of course that's on the basis of physical merch so I mean, for, for somebody like me who likes the physical side of things, you know, that's a good thing as well. Yeah, that's it. It means that we can release like different coloured vinyls. And we've got this uh, campaign called our Bottom of the Pops campaign as well, where we're releasing um, cardboard CDs, all kind of paying homage to a different era of Top of the Pops. But we've, uh, well, our graphic designer has worked tirelessly uh, to change all the logos so that they say Bottom of the Pops. And it's turned into this kind of, um, together it creates kind of a piece of pop art where it's like subvert in the mainstream but then becomes a piece of art in itself um, and it's like just really taken off which is cool so it's looking hopeful there's still a way to go uh, you never know next couple of weeks uh, could be a chart in band which would be fun and you're a youngster what do you know about Top of the Pops? <laughs> yeah I can remember it so I've actually got mine now framed and it's the bottom three uh, top of the Pops logos are the ones from my childhood, like the 90s and early noughties ones. I can remember those. Uh, but I've got, I've got many good memories of uh, uh, Top of the Pops 2 at Christmas as well, and my dad trying to educate me on music, like uh, uh, music in the backgrounds of uh, our Zoom call as well, of like things like the Pistols and stuff, which is why now in my house, uh, I have things like that in mind, cool. which uh, for the listeners is uh, Sid and Nancy, Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols. And before MTV and, and you know, I guess, I guess even videos was a thing. That that was the biggest day of the week, top of the pops, you know, for, for a music lover. Definitely. And that was about how I was introduced to um, bands like The Offspring and bands like Sum 41. Um, even though it was more kind of uh, palatable uh, punk music, like kind of pop punk music. Um, seeing, I remember The Offspring played Pretty Fly for a white guy on top of the pops. And the drummer was like playing bongos on some skulls. And I was just a tiny little boy. And it was like the most rock and roll thing that I'd ever seen in my whole entire life. And so Top of the Pops is a huge part of me getting into music and getting into the kind of music that I like now. 
And you mentioned the push part of that, I guess, is the in stores, which have come up as well. Which you've you've got a date in Glasgow, which is two days after the launch. I noticed so that's yeah. uh, the 18th of February at ISI Records here in Glasgow, a Sunday. Yes, I cannot wait for it. We've never been, which is cool. But I think like independent record shops, you meet the uh, most passionate people. Yeah. Um, and we've never done. We've done a couple of in stores. We did Banquet Records over in Kingston, and then we did one in Colchester last time. But this time we're trying to go like um, all over, yeah, all over the as far as we can over the UK within the week um, to the point that we're playing Glasgow um, on the Sunday and then we're playing Portsmouth on the Monday as well. So we're driving all the way down from Glasgow to uh, the south coast in one day. Yeah, we'll enjoy. What, what does an install look like? Um, so the Asai one is um, acoustic and it's going to be um, all four of us. So all four of us are going to be there. Jack, our drummer, is going to be on a cajon. We'll have electric bass, um, acoustic guitar. And I might play a bit of acoustic guitar as well or might just sing. We'll see. Um, and then we have a performance for about 45 minutes. And then after that, it's just hanging out with people, signing records and hopefully selling a few more albums as well. Yeah. So there's a meet and greet then and a, an opportunity for those that want to get the album to obviously get you guys to sign it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And it's um, at 4pm as well on the Sunday. So it's not like a super late night or anything. So it means we have time to hang around afterwards uh, before zooming south to go all the way to Portsmouth. And obviously the collectible CD collection as well. Do you think people will buy the whole the whole kit and caboodle? It seems to be those ones you can only pre-order um, online. Um, but it, they seem to be doing well at the moment. I think the fact that they are kind of collectible there's 12 of them and they're like numbered uh one out of 12 two out of 12 all the way up um and the fact that you can then frame them it becomes one piece of art i've never seen a band do that before yeah. i've seen bands release multiple versions or i've seen bands kind of really push um cheap versions of one thing to try and get the numbers up but the one thing that we really wanted is we really wanted to people to buy buy multiple versions but we wanted to, to have like a cumulative value so like the more you bought, if you bought 12, then you'd have the whole set kind of inspired by something like um, Pokemon cards or football stickers yeah, or something like back in the day. And for those that stream, I guess pre-save is important as well. Obviously the pre-order for the physical merch, but if you're a streamer, then pre-save helps with the charts. That's it. Yeah. Pre-save helps with the charts. And then like, yes, yeah, streaming, uh, like a thousand streams counts as one physical sale, but every single bit of streaming and the amount of people kind of listening and stuff, it all helps. It all helps. Mm. You mentioned how busy you are and uh, obviously you got your break at Christmas and stuff, but I don't know if people are really aware that it takes some time to put an album together, doesn't it? When was this, this album finished? What was the kind of final date you'd already? Uh, so it was written in about a year ago. So kind of like January of uh, last year and then March of last year. And then it was recorded over two weeks in September. And then I obviously wanted to release it the week after, which when we were like a DIY punk band, uh, that's what we did. We had no marketing plan or anything. We just like wrote it and then just like chucked it up on Spotify or just on Bandcamp or something. Um, but now it's a little bit more of a professional operation with uh, extra recordings. And now we like release on vinyl and CD and stuff. Uh, we do have that kind of running. And it means that I can uh, get to hang out with people like you, Derek, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, it obviously supports <laughs> the, the launch as well. But have you been back writing? That was kind of what I was leading to. Have you been back writing? Have you had the opportunity to do that? 
so I've done a little bit of writing, but this is the first time that um, I've uh, like had to start writing before an album's out. Like usually I've been able to write um, because we released our first album uh, in lockdown. We were touring that album whilst I was writing the second album. And then we released the second album. We were touring that whilst I was, uh, but then we wrote the third so quickly. So I've kind of been waiting uh, for this album to drop before I really get into writing. Because for me, it's kind of as one door closes, another door opens. And I'm so laser focused on this record at the moment. Um, so there's a couple of ideas. There's a couple of half ideas. Um, but weirdly, I've been kind of writing like small acoustic songs and stuff. So I'll kind of write stuff that doesn't sound too much like Pet Needs. But I'm sure literally the day after uh, this album drops, uh, we're just going to be getting back and writing, writing, writing again. And going forward then, you know, do you, do you have a timeline? Do you know, do you consider that, you know, if you're going to be releasing more stuff? Yeah, we haven't talked about it yet because this album's actually been released early because this album was meant to be released in September, um, but we wrote it so fast and we sent the demos off to the label um, and they were like, this feels ready. Let's get this out early. Um, so I would like to release another album next year. Like, I think, I, I'm not sure yet. I don't know. I don't know. I think it depends. I would never want to put out an album just for the sake of putting one out. Yeah. I'd only want to put one out if I thought it was our best work. Um, so we'll see. At the moment, I'm laser focused on this one, but then we'll see uh, see what happens in the future. Another album will come at some point for sure. Now, then, store I mentioned then, it's 18th of February, it's a Sunday. Do you know what time you're there at? Yes, yeah, so doors of 4 p.m. I think we'll probably be playing around about 5 Right. And you have a tour planned in April as well. Have you looked beyond that? Is there anything, do you know, there's festivals in your sites? So this is going to be the first year that we're spending summer in the UK, which is really exciting. Um, so, yeah, we're hitting lots of um, UK festivals. Um, I can't remember what, I know the ones that definitely been announced, the ones like 2000 Trees and ones like um, uh, Beautiful Days Festival, which is going to be our first, like, major festival main stage which will be really fun um and then yeah just as many uk festivals as possible really because we've been in america for the last two summers um yeah so just can't wait and what's, what's the date for the tour then when does that start uh so the in-store tour uh starts um on the 15th of february and runs for a week um and then it's early april i think it's something around about the 8th or 9th of April that it starts. Right. The, be the best thing, obviously, is to check your socials. Remind us where the socials yeah. are. Uh, so everything is We Are Pet Needs, or if you go to petneedsband.com, um, then you've got links to everything there. Yeah, we spoke the last time. Definitely not just pet needs on its own. You'll get all the pets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, we're going to play it with Separation Anxiety. Tell us about that one. Um, so that was the song uh, that was written um, kind of loosely about my partner, Lorna, but also like she's the least soppy person in the world. Um, she's not a proper like Essex girl, but she's from Essex and she's got that kind of edge to her. Um, so she would have never liked a ballad or anything like that. Um, so I wanted to write a love song that was kind of a little bit twisted and the kind of protagonist in the love song starts kind of like getting jealous of the family pet and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the idea for the chorus about uh, separation anxiety was the first time that we went to America. We went for two months and Lorna dropped us off at Heathrow Airport 
and it was raining and there was a brass band like playing sad music as we said goodbye to each other um, and it was so sad um, and I literally got into that plane not feeling excited for America but feeling a little bit heartbroken that we're leaving each other um, so the kind of uh, song is about uh, yeah it's hard to leave each other um, but being with each other makes it so worth it Johnny, I've got to thank you for doing this and engaging with us all the time and keeping in touch. And maybe try and get myself up to a side records as well. That sounds like a good afternoon. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, that'd be so good to see you. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Introduce the song. Do you fancy doing that? Yeah, cool. Uh, So my name is Johnny from Pet Needs and you're listening to Separation Anxiety. Yeah, pet needs there with separation anxiety. I don't know if you have to book for the SI records, it's up in Sucky Hall Street. I guess you maybe check out the website for that, but I will maybe try and get along myself as well because uh, what else do you do on a Sunday afternoon? Now, here is Polly, they've got a brand new single. This is Project 46.
That was Polly there, that's their new one, Project 46. Just after 12 noons, it's time for this. Now, we've all mentioned in here this morning about how it's a bit chilly, and I'm having a look this week, certainly a bit colder than it was last week, so it's currently 7 degrees, it's a low today of 2 degrees and a high of 9 degrees. Uh, There's a possible chance of light rain in the next hour or so. Looking forward to the rest of the week. It looks fairly dry, but... Certainly the temperatures have changed today, the lowest 2 degrees, uh, Wednesday 0, Thursday minus 2, so yeah, get the winter woolies back out again. Here is uh, Marshmallow and Venby, and this is a new one, this is No Man's Land. How the wayside takes, the wayside keeps its ghosts Take us fears, my fears of me, we've been rolling now Ten years deep, that's how the wayside takes And it keeps a hold on me Oh, I'm living in a no man's land, nowhere land No place left to go when I'm running for myself
Marshmallow there and Venby, and that was No Man's Land. Now, last week I had a chat with Rob. He's the man behind Killer Star. They're a new band. I've got a new self-titled album coming out. And he pulled it all together, and he called out for musicians and ended up with the majority of David Bowie's backing band involved in creating the album. And he's going to tell us all about it, but first here's a track from the album This Is Should Have Known Better. Look 
That was Killer Star there with Should Have Known Better. And I'm pleased to welcome Robert from the band Killer Star. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem at all. Killer Star, how and when did that all come together? Um, it actually started um, slowly in uh, 2021, actually. We started to record uh, a couple of songs with no intention of it being an album or Killer Star. So it's basically the band is uh, myself and James said she's on drums and percussion. Um, yeah, so we started uh, with a couple of songs and things kind of escalated from there, to be honest, uh, resulting in the album. And that was that time when we were all locked up, weren't we? So is that... That was, the, a, that was the... Well, we actually, we did a, one song then and then things got unlocked and then we kind of picked up on that song. Uh, what happened was I sent that song to a friend of mine who's on, on the album, M. Griner. She's the... Uh, back your vocalist and uh, she's like hey this is great have you got any more I was like mm, okay so it spurred us into action to finish off a few tunes and then we worked on uh, the rest of it um, you know when things are returned to a semblance of normality yeah so did you find that to be a creative time for you then I, I, I've spoke to people obviously I've tried to stop talking about COVID now but yeah at that time some people found it very difficult to be creative and other people like picked up projects they maybe had sitting and and things so that you know they were pretty creative yeah I think I think it was fairly creative I mean obviously I'd uh for not to have funny of that to have happened I mean I'd, I'd you know I suppose it created a little bit more time and space in some respect, to think creatively. Um, I don't think it had an influence on the type of music or, you know, lyrically, to be honest. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we've been pretty prolific since then. Probably the bulk of it's been done since since that time. So um, I'm not sure it had a massive impact, but maybe a little bit, yeah. Who's the driving force behind it, Robert? Is it yourself? Well, I mean, it's it's really both of us. I mean, I'm I'm the songwriter, so I guess in that respect, I am. Um, but James and I, uh, you know, we, we, I mean, the background is we're lifelong friends. Um, we've been in multiple bands, released multiple albums over the years and multiple tours, but strangely enough, never worked together. So uh, even though we share a very common uh, interest in music. Um, so we collaborated pretty heavily on the album and a lot of the stuff that James put together from a drum perspective uh, influenced the direction of some of the songs. But uh, yeah, I'm the, um, I'm the, principal songwriter and when it all started then did you know who to go to i mean who's all involved in the project then yeah i mean it's it's a it's a, a strange in a good way story really what happened was we start off we basically wrote the songs and made very detailed demo recordings um with the two of us playing everything um and then as mentioned asked m to sing some female backing vocals on on the song and then the rest of the album which he did one thing led to another with her. She's she's uh, used to be in David Bowie's band back in the 2000s. And she suggested this music could be interesting to some of her old bandmates. Uh -huh. And if we wanted to have them involved, maybe she could send the demos around. So that's what happened, really. So it started with um, Gail Ann Dorsey, who's a long-time collaborator and bass player in David Bowie's band. She liked the demos, said she'd be happy to play on them. She did so. And then... One thing led to another. So basically, we've in the end, um, we got eight. Uh, is it seven? No, seven of the uh, ex Bowie band collaborators, and it's interesting because it's it's people from the era of like Aladdin Sane. Um, so that's Mike Garson on piano. He's playing piano on the album. 
and then right through to Black Star, the final Bowie album. You've got Donnie McCaslin, he's playing sax on one song, incredible player, and uh, Tim Lefebray, he's playing some bass uh, as well. So, but it all happened very organically with no intention yeah. to do that, you know. And uh, we were talking about it the other day. I think if we did set out and said, let's try and get all these guys involved, we would have people would have said, you're crazy. But uh, it happened really nicely. They, I think they were happy to be collaborating again um, with their old bandmates on some fresh music, you know. Um, so, yeah, worked out really nicely. And you kind of mentioned that you had no real plan at the outset. So how, yeah. how did it progress then? You know, obviously, I, I guess, getting the collaborators in and then deciding to make an album and, and you're getting that's, out live as well. So, Yeah, that's basically what happened. I mean, one, you know, we, we, we after we'd done a couple of the songs and we'd had the collaborators involved in that and we were really happy with how it turned out. Like, right, let's let's get going on the rest of it. So it turned into the album from there. And although um, all the songs were written and detailed demos done, um, obviously each of those guest players brought their distinct, yeah. you know, creativity and flavour to the album. And um, and uh, that was very inspi inspirational for us, to be honest. And, uh, yeah. Did you have the album's worth of songs then before... It was all pulled together. Um, we we had no, not not a full album. We had like half of it, and then we wrote as we went. Yeah, so we went through a pretty intense time to kind of finish things off. And uh, as parts were being recorded for one song and being mixed, uh, we were finishing off another one and sending the parts out to for the collaborators to work on. How how do you do your songwriting? Are you always making notes? Uh, are you in the modern world? Are you writing things down, or are you doing the voice notes and all that stuff? Yeah, I do a little bit of that. Yeah, I do a little bit of voice notes. Um, more more, more musical riffs and melodies, to be honest. And then um, I've got a home recording setup, um, and um, basically what I do is then sketch out demos um, and sketch out melodies, uh, often with nonsensical lyrics at that point. Um, and then whatever sticks, then we work on that um, to develop the parts and the arrangements further and obviously write out the lyrics and stuff, and then they become fully featured demos. Yeah. So, what You mentioned the lyrics there. What about subject matter? What kind of topics do you cover? I mean, on the on the album, I, I'm um, each one has, you know, a story behind it. Um, I'm quite into... Um, you know, lyric writing, which is um, about the way the the kind of words are arranged and the way just some of the sounds of the of the words and stuff, um, it's definitely not abstract. <laughs> but um, you know, I'd say it's not um, you know it's not like dense lyric writing. So I mean, the the mix the, the songs are a mixture of um, I think a lot of optimism. You know, hopefully that comes through a little bit with some of the the hooks and the joy of the music. Um, and then some which um, uh, a little bit more hard hitting. Uh, so it's a range of it's a complete range of topics. To be honest, the, the, I mean, a falling through song is, um, which I think you're playing on the show, is um, is really more about a point in time actually, and um, being in a particular place. Uh, actually, um, somewhere I've been to quite a few times in Greece, which is like a like you know moment in time you're, you're floating the sea look at the mountains and you're like wow this is this is this is this is special you know so each each one's a little bit different subject matter it's not a concept album in in the sense of having a thread yeah, yeah. and 
what about musical influences for your, yourself then, Robert? You know, where would you see your influences yeah. lie? I mean, if you could see behind me, I've got a, a wall that's too large full of vinyl. And if we unpick that, it's a real mix of stuff, to be honest with you. So, I mean, both James and I love a lot of the 70s music. Um, but obviously, the 70s was quite was a very uh, fertile time for music making, ranging from hard rock through to progressive rock and, you know, um, obviously Bowie, Lou Reed and stuff like that. So we love all that. Um, Pink Floyd, um, some of the more progressive pieces. But I, I'm also um, really into a lot of modern, um, you know, uh, indie rock. Um, a lot of young bands actually really got turned on to, and um, I also like electronic, some electronic music, which is heavy on not not EDM but uh, synth-based music as well. So it's it's a real mixture of influences, to be quite honest. And you spoke about working with many bands, but did you always find yourself being the songwriter? Uh, I have always been, yeah, yeah. And Killer Star then as a title or a name, how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, that that kind of came, uh, there's a little bit of a nod to a Bowie influence there. He's got a song called New Killer Star. So there's a little bit of an influence on that, although there's no song on the album, anything like that. Um, yeah, that's just one of those things. The thing that I've always hated being in bands is going up with band names. It's always very difficult. <laughs> and sometimes you think of one that sounds great and you find there's another 10 bands called the same thing. So yeah, that one just kind of fell out, and then we thought, you know what, that's kind of um, it's got a little nod to Bowie. There's a lyric, one of the lyrics, um, it talks about being a killer star and what that means for the protagonist in the lyric. So yeah, it just kind of fell out from nowhere really. I do joke when I'm speaking to bands about the band names and you mentioned the socials and how that all fits and that's probably the hardest thing. It's easier to write songs than it is to get a band name. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It's crazy. Yeah. The self-titled album, is when's it released? Uh, March 1st. Which is yeah. only a couple of weeks away now. Coming up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're getting excited about that, yeah. And at a launch as well at the infamous 100 Club. Looking forward to that. Have you been, have you been there? Before? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. So yeah, yeah. Uh, something else. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we. I, I mean, I've played there a lot with other bands over the years, and it's it's a bit of a second home to play. So it feels like a really nice, fitting venue for us to play. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's March sixteenth. Um, we got some of the players from the album, the guests coming over for that, which is brilliant. So Mike Garson is going to be there. Earl Slick, Mark Platty, and Griner. Um, and also a, a fantastic keyboard player that's not on the album, but it's going to be playing some live shows with us. Uh, Don Beckin, he plays for Nick Mason, the Pink Floyd's uh -huh. um, band, Saucer Full of Secrets. So, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. I mean, it's going to be strange having lived with, live with the songs for so long, actually to play them live for the very first time on that gig. You know, can't wait. Has it been a while since you've been up on stage? Or? No, I was, I was on stage two days ago, actually, in London. Yeah, we did a gig. <laughs> yeah. and, and what about beyond that? Do, do you see yourself going out playing live more? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. Time. I mean, first of all, we've, we've actually got another whole album done of um, alternate versions and remixes of this album that's coming out. Um, some of them, uh, Mark Platty worked on that in terms of production. But some of those songs are very different versions. Uh, we got some like ambient acoustic stripped back versions and remix and stuff so that's going to come out uh, down the road we've not set the release date and then live dates definitely uh, we don't have other dates planned just yet but we're working on that 
we wanted to just not get ahead of ourselves, kind of get get the music out, see if people like it, see if people want to come to the gig, and then you know, then we'll then we'll look at other stuff. So um, fortunately, the reaction's been really good, and um, we're humbled by that. And uh, yeah. yeah, we'll do some more dates. Yeah. I mean, and I've got to look at the people that have collaborated with you. I mean, the pedigree's all there, isn't it? It's like in a mini super group, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's uh, it's it's yeah. We they're great players. It's going to be great having them on stage with us. Yeah. Where's the socials then, Robert? Where do we keep an eye on what's happening and and find the music and stuff? Oh yeah. Uh, well, there's a website killerstarband.com, and then socials is killerstarband. Instagram and Facebook and all the Twitter and all the usual suspects. Yeah. yeah. We've got quite a lot of stuff, content on there, music videos and uh little story about the band and uh obviously links to the music. So are you doing physical copies of the album? We are. We're doing yeah. vinyl vinyl copies. There's one around here somewhere. Yeah, we got that all done. Vinyl copies and uh the black vinyl and limited edition gold vinyl. Um Although there's not many of those left yet because uh, they've been selling well on pre-order yeah. and then CD. Yeah, I'm not a big CD fan, to be honest, but uh, some people are, so we're doing those as well. Yeah. And I was going to mention then pre-order and pre-save for all the streaming services as well, because it's important to you, isn't it, to, to give you that boost at the start? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's great and um, it's a good indicator whether people are going to be you know, buying the album. So like I said, the pre-orders are all live. They're on the links on the website and the socials and stuff. And um yeah, people are buying it, which is which is which is great, you know, because you never know with with new music, uh, people and brand new project, you know, you, you're just not sure what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's been selling super well. Now you mentioned falling through earlier on. Just remind us what it's yeah. about. Yeah, I mean that one is. I mean, it's really, uh, it's like a song of two halves, as they say about football games. The first half of it is, um, I guess, a little bit more ballady, like a psychedelic ballad. Um, some people have said it's a bit Pink Floydy. It's got some trademark licks uh, from Earl Slick on guitar and Mike Garson's piano. And then the second half is an instrumental, um, totally different kind of vibe with some pretty incredible sax playing from Donnie McCaslin. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's basically um, more of an evocative kind of tune, I guess, about um, a moment in time and special place in the sun, floating mm-hmm. in the water, thinking about things, you know, letting life go by. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit epic. It's a bit longer. Um, we've actually done um, another version of that that's on the remix album, that's shorter and acoustic based, as I mentioned. But uh, this is the full throttle version. Robert, I've got to thank you for taking the time out and doing this for us. Good luck with all the album launch and that gig at the Hundred Club. The final thing thank we do is so just the track. Do you fancy doing that? Yeah, sure. Well. Um... Yeah, this is Killer Star, and uh, this song is our second single, Falling Through. Hope you enjoy it.
There you are, that's Killer Star there with the from the self-titled album uh, Killer Star. Look out for that. Now it's time for this. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. Burnhill Action Group's Family Hub has restarted running for its fifth year. There's fun and refreshments for all the family. They meet at the high backs just off Penman Avenue every Monday from half four to half six. To find out more, check out What's On in Burnhill on Facebook. Little and Lively is a fun parental education programme for families with children aged zero to two years. The programme provides families with the skills and knowledge to help them raise happy, healthy children. They follow a Solihull approach with each session covering a different topic related to health and or child development and wellbeing. If you're interested in signing up, you can email childhealthy.wait that's wait, W-E-I-G-H-T at lanarkshire.scot.nhs.uk for a referral form. But I'm sure if you go to the lanarkshire.scot.nhs.uk website and you look up Little N Lively, you'll find it there. Finally, Bernardo Scotland is looking for people to sign up to become foster carers to help with their promise to ensure that every child grows up in a safe, loved and respected environment. Those looking to foster will be supported with a thorough child and carer matching process as well as hours advice and a support line provided by the social work team as well as up to £500 per week for each child fostered. For more information, visit bernardos.org.uk forward slash foster or you can call 0800 0277 280. That's 0800 0277 280. Oh, and I'll give you one final thing. A friend has messaged. He works with Covey Befriending, which is based in Hamilton, and they're looking for new for volunteers. So Covey uh, Befriending, they help children, young people and families in their life journey through strong and trusting relationships with volunteer Befrienders and mentors, and uh, their website is covebefriending.org.uk. And you can also phone them at 01698 894 I'll repeat that that's 01698 894 Here's the snuts. This is their new track. This is Millionaires. <laughs>
Lunchtime on Cam Glen Radio. That was crashes there with living in the future. You're listening to the lunchtime show here in Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM with me, Derek McCutcheon, with you through to one o'clock. Remember, stay tuned at one o'clock for the information station. They'll be in with all your local community news. Now, on a Saturday here in Cam Glen Radio between six and seven, you'll catch Holly's Hits with Holly. And I'm going to play this track for her. This is Olivia Rodrigo and Good For You. Good for you, I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world Good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl Good for you, you look happy and healthy Not me if you want 
really taking off It's like we never even happened, baby Tell me what is up with that And good for you, it's like you never even met me Remember when you swore to God I was the only person who ever got you Well, screw that, and screw you You will never have to hurt the way you know that I do There you are, Catch Holly Sits on a Saturday here at Cam Glen Radio between 6 and 7. Coming out right after this, we'll have, from 1986, we'll have Paul Simon with The Boy in the Bubble. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers. And you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk.
swept across the desert and curled into the circle of blue. And the dead sand falling on the children, the mothers and the fathers and the automatic earth. These are the days of miracle and wonder. This is the long distance call. The way the camera follows us in slow mo. The way we look to us all. Oh, yeah. The way we look to a distant constellation that's dying in a corner of the sky. These are the days of miracle and wonder. And don't cry, baby, don't cry, don't cry. It's a turnaround jump shot, it's everybody jump start It's every generation throws a hero up the pop charts Medicine is magical and magical is all I think of The boy in the bubble and the baby with the babbling heart And I believe these are days of lasers in the jungle Lasers in the jungle somewhere Staccato signals of constant information A loose affiliation of millionaires and billionaires and babies These are the days of miracle and wonder This is the long distance call The way the camera follows us in slow-mo The way we look to us all, oh yeah The way we look to a distant constellation That's dying in the corner of the sky These are the days of miracle and wonder And don't cry, baby, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry McCutcheon on Cam Glen Radio. Strip me down to nothing but 
That's new from Becky Sakasa. Watch her going places. That is crashing and falling. And we had Tara Kinn in last week and she chatted about how she was doing a backing singer for Becky as well. Nearly time for me to go. I'm going to squeeze in a few more tracks yet. But up next to here is Kygo and Ava Max and this is whatever. There's a space in my heart When it all comes crashing down Anytime I hear your name Out in public There's a place that I go Every time that you're in town It's just me in my nights In my stomach And it's true
for me to go, remember stay tuned for the info station, they'll be in on the hour with all the local community news, I'm going to close the show with Audio Slave and Cachis but first here's Betty's Club, their new single, Charlie's Song
Maria. 